0: Hello and welcome to a proper full-on gay crisis, a Heartstopper fan podcast with me, David, of David and Kate. You'll notice it's just me for the moment. Kate will be joining us uh, shortly for the main part of the episode. Um, She's on holiday at the moment, so we've pre-recorded our discussion about episode four. Um, But before that, I'm just going to talk through some of the fantastic contributions we had about our last episode, episode three, Promise. Our heart moment from that episode was Nick and Charlie uh, lay in bed at the end of the episode um, snuggling, um, which was just such a beautiful moment um, of their kind of mutual support. Um, but we talked quite a lot about how uh, Charlie was really putting himself second um, and putting Nick first in that episode. And we we struggle to understand some of his kind of motivations for that. Um, And that's my book Dion uh, wrote in with some really insightful thoughts um, and said, my opinion on Charlie lying to Nick about the whole coursework thing was showing that Charlie has to control everything in his life and wants everything to be perfect. He's so used to pretending that everything is fine whilst restricting his eating procrastinating on an essay etc um, things are going out of control in his life and this is the start of his mental health spiral a lot of that is about lying and keeping up appearances putting nick first and himself last is part of that not valuing himself enough and trying to be everything for nick so that he can feel worthy so the, the kind of the imbalance in their relationship exists in charlie's head um, it's that voice in the back of his head that tells him that he's worthless and so little things uh, like one history essay spiral down into being grounded. Um, so that's really interesting thought um, and I, I think that helps to contextualise a lot of the things that Charlie has done and um, that idea of him being able to put some control back into his life um, by almost sort of Procrastinating and ignoring his own um, problems in order to help Nick's because that's something more tangible for him. Um, yeah, I think that's um, that we really appreciated that comment. Um, so we asked you to write in with your Heartstopper moments, um, which many of you did. Some of you got in touch on Spotify um, to talk us through um, your moments on there. Nikita, said that uh, they particularly enjoyed the good mates clip, um, and that certainly made us laugh. Uh, CLH said that the end of the episode when Nick and Charlie have an open conversation about delaying Nick's coming out to his friends, um, such sweet relief after the party. Yeah, that was definitely, um, obviously that was our one, so we, uh, we agree with you there. Um, we had another comment on Spotify saying that my heartstopper moment would be when Charlie tells Harry to piss off. And CYJ said um, the same. I like to see Charlie standing up for Nick, um, which we can totally agree with. It was such a strong moment of growth for him, wasn't it? And Annalena uh, wrote him saying that when Charlie tells Nick, he wants him to come out on his own terms. And yeah, we talked so much about this support for each other. Um, And even though that was hurting Charlie, he knew that that was the right thing for Nick at that time. So, we put it to a poll, and in fourth place, with 7% of the vote, um, you said, Nick telling Tory, I'll find him, I promise. With 8% of the vote, in third place, you said Nick and Charlie's hug after the exams. In second place... With 38% of the votes, you said the flirting in the equipment room. But, top of the list, with 47% of the votes, it was the final scene on the bed. I'd fight for you. Um, So, for once, we were all pretty much in agreement. Normally you guys have um, a different heart-stopper moment to us, um, but I think this week there was a clear standout. Well, before we move on to the main episode, we had some panic line advice. Um, Always a treat hearing your advice for the characters. Um, Nivigo, I think is how you say your name. Apologies if I've got that wrong. Says, Charlie, just do your coursework and then you can see Nick quicker instead of having to sneak out. Absolutely. We've said many a times um, about how these things are much simpler if you just get on with what you need to do. Um, and um, then you'll have all the free time in the world. But uh, there is no use in telling a teenager that. And Mrs. Mary Winchester said that they wanted to scream at David, Nick's brother, to leave him alone. Absolutely. I think we were all screaming the same at the television. Purple Cat um, says to Tara, there have been a few awkward moments between you and Darcy recently, and you are upset. You have to bring this up with your girlfriend she might be trying to avoid an open and honest conversation but it will make your relationship stronger exactly and they do talk a lot about how they wish they could be more open and that's something that is a strength between Nick and Charlie um but I think that they recognize that and um, hopefully in future episodes we will see see that growth um, happen for them KJ and KJ1989 said to Tao that Al already loves you for all the things that you are so you don't need to change or be more for her Take a breath and just be you Sound, sound advice And we had a couple of, um, of moments of advice for, from Spotify as well One piece of advice we received was for Dali to handle Tara's I love you better because of how defeated Tara was afterwards Yeah. And we obviously recognise that that was tricky for, um, for Darcy in that moment. But actually um, for her kind of not to recognise what Tara was needing in response or to provide her with some sort of explanation um, was um, was obviously quite hurtful for her. And CYJ's advice for Tao was uh, similar to, to one we just had. Um, Don't change yourself for Elle, she likes you for who you are. So thank you so much once again to everybody who's written in this week. It's been a bit of a whistle-stop tour, um, but obviously we're keen to get back to um, the discussion with me and Kate. Um, And um, as always, you'll be able to get in touch next week um, by all the usual routes, which we'll go off with you later in the episode. Um, and thank you for all of your brilliant comments on my, um, my heart stopometer, <laughs> which we posted this week from our joint episode with the girls from Why Are We Like This? Um, so I think on with the podcast. Let's bring back Kate and let's get on with episode four. fab so those were our heart moments and panic line advices for this week welcome back Kate
1: oh, thank you very much <laughs> yeah. nice to be back um I feel like I'm time traveling a bit now um very much appreciate you doing those so that I can be on holiday when this is released in the future you
0: deserve it <laughs>
1: yeah oh thank you very much um so now that I'm back Uh, And now that we've established that there's like a little bit of time traveling going on, uh, I think we need to skip back a few weeks to just mention the uh, big news that's been put on Instagram on I think the 2nd of October that they've started filming season three now.
0: They have indeed, which is exciting.
1: Very exciting. Seeing Alice with the little clapperboard in her hand again made me all goosebumpy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's uh it's all exciting stuff isn't it mm-hmm. and yeah. there have been more talkings of seasons four and five though nothing's confirmed yet but there are rumblings
1: mm, yes yeah and like we said when we were discussing with um the girls from why we like this podcast it would be good if they just get as many series as they need for alice to finish off the story and they have yeah. planted a lot of seeds in season two. So they there have. is quite a lot of story to finish off.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel not too much that they couldn't do in three seasons. But if they need more, they need more.
1: I uh, Yeah, I think at least four, maybe five. And then I'd be very happy. <laughs> well, <laughs> as long as they finish off all the stories, I'd be very happy.
0: Yeah, although to be fair, like Kit Connor and um Joe Locke will be about 30 by the time it finishes filming <laughs> well, this if the they thing. keep going yeah
1: <laughs> this is the thing they need to do them quite quick don't they so yeah good that they've started on season three now and then maybe they'll just oh maybe they've already approved season four and just not told us yet and they're filming season three and season four all in one go <gasps>
0: Maybe because
1: it must be in their minds as well. It can't be just us that have thought of the fact that they are going to age.
0: Oh no, definitely not. They will have thought of it.
1: Yeah. So it would make sense if I was in their position to try and get season four done at asap if they are going to do yeah. it, which mm-hmm. I think they should.
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Let's not get too excited. I know. I am jumping ahead. Yeah, we are still firmly in the middle of season two
1: yes right in the middle and,
0: and today we are going to be watching episode
1: four challenge and it says on a school trip to paris nick and charlie try to keep their relationship under wraps ellen Tao reconnect at a museum imogen stands up to ben
0: fabulous So we just watched the opening scene where the school children from uh, Higgs and Truham mm-hmm. are getting on the bus ready for Paris.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the blue and yellow bus is very subtle. The blue and
0: yellow bus,
1: pastel, yeah. blue and yellow. But I still caught
0: it. It looks quite retro, doesn't it?
1: Mm, it does.
0: Mm-hmm. Um so they're getting on the blue and yellow bus, um, <laughs> and Charlie and Nick. Um, talk about how they're going to keep things low-key and it's going to be fun, even though it isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so they get on the bus.
1: Before they get on the bus, Nick and Charlie uh, agree to a challenge of not kissing each other for two days. And then when they get on the bus, we get to see all the seat selection awkwardness. Um, Mm -hmm. with Elle not wanting to sit next to Tao and Nick not wanting to sit next to Charlie and well, I think not wanting to is the wrong word but anyway, um, we get to see Mr. Farouk break out his exceptional children silencing skills and then just after the title card we watched up to both Harry and uh, Darcy mind's getting blown about the fact that the bus is about to go underwater and um, we see our first little glimpse of Nick speaking French as well
0: we do yeah Um, and we also get a shot of um, Isaac asking uh, Charlie about how we knew that he was developing feelings for Nick Mm. yeah I don't have loads to say about this section I think it's really sad and it really struck me that um, Mm. Nick has to go on a school trip to have any contact with his dad
1: I know, yeah and also obviously the kind of sadness of it was kind of his goal wasn't it, to be out by the time they went on the Paris trip so that they could sit next to each other, so that they could have lots of cute coupley moments in Paris and immediately before they've even got to paris they've been separated and they're having to be even less close than they usually are in school
0: yeah and charlie does a great job of being chipper about it Mm. um but yeah you can tell he's he's wounded because he'd been holding that hope in his head hadn't he yeah
1: yeah um, Also, I might be reading too much into this, but as they were getting on the bus, Mr. Ajay say, "Oh, come on, you two, or let's go, you two, or something like that."
0: Something like that, yeah. Yeah. He says, "I thought I thought he said hello, you." Oh, two. hello, yeah. you
1: two. Yeah. Or
0: something like that. Yeah.
1: Do we get the impression that he's already figured out there are a couple?
0: Oh, he knows. I'm sure he knows, because. Um... Nick used to come into the art room with him. They used ah, to meet in the art room, didn't they? Of he?
1: course. Yes. So,
0: even if he doesn't, even if he hasn't been explicitly told, mm-hmm. like, he he knows. He's
1: definitely figured out that he's the secret boyfriend, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Aww, yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Little bit of just quiet support from Mr. Ajayi.
0: Yeah. Um, and again, even though they're keeping a secret, um, Isaac very loudly asks on the bus... You know, when you and Nick first got together.
1: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I hadn't even realised. Yeah. 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 I think everyone else was being so loud and so involved in their own conversations, though. Yeah, no I one's paying attention. I doubt anyone's noticed, but still, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> They're not hiding it yeah. very well. I thought it was nice, though, that conversation with Isaac and how he kind of had that glance over at James where you would have expected maybe at that point for the little animations to appear and they just don't
0: don't mm-hmm. thought that was yeah.
1: quite well done
0: yes um because again it, i think there's that sort of we're trying to get you to think one thing mm-hmm. but all of the kind of the heartstopper language is telling us something otherwise, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, it's like the, the the storytelling is trying to tell you one thing, but yeah, all of the all of those things that you'd expect from heartstopper that normally cue us in aren't. Mm. So yeah, it's it's setting things up for the future, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is, and it's uh, doing it very subtly and very well.
0: Very subtly, yeah.
1: I l- laughed out loud when Harry was like, "So the bus." goes on the train <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yes harry yeah, yeah. <laughs> and was this you know you said at the beginning remember that mr ajai is a science teacher was that because of mr frook oh mr frook sorry mr remember that mr frook's a science teacher was that because mm-hmm. of this conversation with darcy about the bus going underwater
0: no it was purely because he's on the french trip and there are no french teachers there are definitely no other teachers <laughs> on that bus. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah. Although you've got to assume there are some hidden somewhere, haven't we?
0: I mean, if they're underneath the bus with all the baggage, then you're fine. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, there will be. There'll be some hidden somewhere.
0: Um. So, yeah, that's that scene. Not that's much that. to say, really. Yeah. yeah,
1: we're in. We're on the way to France. Nick's already revealed that he speaks French.
0: yeah not a bad job I don't think he's he's obviously learned kind of phonetically slang French uh, <laughs> so okay. like he's learned how a French person would contract the words and shorten it and say it in a kind of um like you know like a like, young French person would speak right but has learned it phonetically but I don't I don't think he does a bad job
1: oh very good gets get yeah. the David's seal of approval. I feel like someone messaged us on Instagram and said, I'm a French person and I think that Nick didn't do that bad. So.
0: I've heard a lot worse.
1: Excellent, well done Kit Connor. Another skill to add to his acting toolkit.
0: Indeed. So we see that all the classmates arrive at the hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, Tara and Darcy talk about how they're going to have the best few days ever, Mm. Um, but Tower awkwardly brings up the conversation they had before they left England, and Darcy very quickly changes the conversation. Yeah. We get some lovely romantic shots of Paris, mm-hmm. um, and Ben looking jealously on um, at the sort of longing looks between um, Nick and Charlie across the bus,
1: and Imogen looking at Ben, looking at Nick and Charlie.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, once they arrive at the hotel, they go up to the rooms where they realise they're going to have to share. Um and Tao and Isaac take up a bed each, which means that Nick and Charlie aren't able to share.
1: But they still manage to they still manage to fall asleep holding hands, which is very strange. They do,
0: yeah. And then at breakfast the next morning, um, Tao offers a peace offering to Elle in the way of a bottle of jus de pomme. Oh,
1: that was cute as well. I know, all I've written for those last two little sections is just, they're holding hands in capital letters Ugh. and apple juice in capital letters. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Just two very sweet moments. I love how it's like exactly the same brand of apple juice and exactly the same style of bottle as yeah. the one that was both at their school and in their local corner shop, but yeah. now in French. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little touch that, isn't it? But it it says it says everything you need to know, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. um, um yeah, it's a really nice little scene. I like that.
1: Yeah. And I think the fact that it's exactly the same apple juice is intentional because then it Oh, yeah, it wouldn't have worked Very if it wasn't the same, clearly it. reminds you of all the history attached yeah. to the apple juice. Um, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And his face as he's watching L as she makes that realisation is priceless
1: absolutely and then i love when she turns around and catches him but like kind of looking away at the last minute and shakes shaking her head at him um Mm -hmm. they are very funny
0: yeah
1: i'm glad they're working their way back up to being closer again
0: yes yeah the ice is melting a little isn't it Mm -hmm. um i enjoyed seeing the the sort of the different styles of everybody arriving in their rooms. The girls were bouncing about mm-hmm. and um, have never heard a siren before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> um, and the boy is just like flopped on the bed. Um, yeah. And just so that that made me laugh, um, and even. Though it wasn't at the forefront of the scene, as they were checking in, you could see Imogen, like, at the back of the crowd, and she was properly struggling with all her bags. (laughs) Um, And Ben wasn't offering to help her, she was just, like, straddling there with loads of suitcases. So she'd obviously brought way too much, (laughs) but... I just loved spotting that in the back, oh. that she was so in character, even in that mass of of, um, of teenagers.
1: I hadn't even noticed that at all. I was too busy watching um, Tao awkwardly offering to try and help Elle with her one mm-hmm. bag, and her just saying, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. And talking of awkward, uh, Mr. Ajayi and Mr. Farouk um, just, like, not being able to... Uh, you know, just yeah. dancing around each other in their room. Um,
1: I know it wasn't even that small a room, but I know. No. <laughs> I feel like they made it feel a lot smaller by how much they were bumping into each other.
0: Definitely, and their clothes were so neatly folded, weren't they? Both of them, like yeah. um, they were very meticulous about the way that they were putting their clothes away.
1: Oh, I love them together. I really do, <laughs> and. Uh, I feel like even in the coach on the way there, um, just before um, Tara and Darcy have their little... Well, Tara tries to have a little heart-to-heart and talk about her saying I love you and Darcy not saying it back. Um, yeah. But just before that, I'd written down that Mr. Fruke and Mr. Jai were already kind of throwing glances at each other, having a little smile at each mm. other across the bus. And they must have had a good chit chat. I would love some little bonus um feature that's just like all their chat on in those moments. Really? Where I don't feel I... like they had any chat. No, really? Uh, oh, no, they must I don't. have. What they have on yeah. the Paris trip as a whole though. Yeah. They must have done they went for croissants. I mean they haven't yeah, yet. But Spoiler alert. I can't but...
0: I can't see them. Either of them being massive on small talk, I feel like a lot of their a lot of their um, relationship is unspoken. Um, so yeah, I don't see them just talking about the coffee or what do you think of this I, croissant. See,
1: when I imagine them off having a croissant somewhere whilst the kids are running off doing the thing, I'm imagining Mr Ajayi really trying to get mr farouk to open up and like kind of gently providing encouragement um and i'd just like to see how long it takes him to work through the awkwardness maybe
0: i i think mr ajayi is confident enough in his character judgment that he wouldn't need to do that that um, Mr. Fruit would give him enough of a response for Mr. Ajayi to make the connections. I don't feel like he'd need to push. But we're, we're speculating. Massively Which is speculating.
1: why we need the bonus scenes <laughs> 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 so that we can know yeah. for sure. I just no. love that.
0: fun sometimes. <laughs> yeah. They're lovely. Yeah. But there is yet more awkwardness between Tara and Darcy, isn't there? Um. There was a lot of awkwardness in these few minutes.
1: Yeah, it's very awkward. And Darcy is not smooth at all in any way how no. she just changes the subject very she abruptly. Um, mm-hmm.
0: But we're saved by lovely shots of Paris. Um, becomes almost kind of rom com doesn't it? With all those really classic shots of those Parisian buildings. I know. Um, and I, I was think thinking...
1: Are those buildings actually anywhere near each other or <laughs> is it feasible that they would have just driven past like yeah. the Arc de Triomphe and then the Eiffel Tower immediately one after the other or Yeah
0: well not immediately after but the, you know they are within All oh, right but uh, you know probably a square mile you know it's it, the, oh, the okay. center of Paris is is not enormous it's obviously a big city isn't it but it, but those kind of really iconic buildings are are within a relatively small
1: uh, part okay. of it i um, thought it was kind of probably like when they do montages of like i don't know the whole of scotland and they're just like oh here's yeah. edinburgh no, it's not, here's it's the not highlands
0: like, <laughs> yeah they would be a few minutes drive away and through some of the worst traffic <laughs> in, <laughs> in all of europe yeah. yeah um but yeah you know they, they could they could quite feasibly have driven past all of those on their way to the hotel i feel um and it is just setting up that classic romance isn't it Mm. um that classic romance feel film feel absolutely Um, there's just so much um connotation in in paris isn't there it is synonymous with romance Mm. and synonymous with love rightly or wrongly um and so it's just trying to evoke all of those isn't it Mm -hmm. with those with those shots
1: yeah and it does that very very well and yeah. even charlie and nick get to share a little glance across the bus which as we mentioned is then followed by a glare by ben which is noted yeah. by imogen um, yeah. and she's gonna say something spoiler alert
0: she is
1: it's not too much of a spoiler because it's within this episode oh and the fact they fall asleep holding hands i mean i did get a little bit annoyed because then when uh, nick goes into the bathroom Tao does say to Charlie, we've intentionally chosen separate beds so that you don't have to deal with the awkwardness of being in the same bed as Nick. You're welcome. And I feel like that could have been the moment where Charlie could have said, oh, actually, we would quite like to share beds so that we can have a cuddle. Do you mind? And he just doesn't.
0: Yeah. Or they could have given him the option, say, um, oh, yeah, I sort of did that just in case... It was awkward. But if you'd prefer to share a bed, say now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, come on, boys. You're usually so good at communication. Just talk to each other and say that you want to cuddle. Anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Never mind.
1: Then we wouldn't have got the cute holding hands across the beds moment.
0: That is true. And I I sort of feel like it was the right thing to do. I feel like putting them in a bed together... In this situation, even though it doesn't have to go anywhere, mm-hmm. it's it is still quite a big step for them. And I think yeah. in the context of Heartstopper, I think that would have been t- that would have been quite uh, potentially would have been too far for them at this point.
1: Yeah, and I think it's nicer this way because then they get the cute hand holding moment now. Yeah, and then they do get to have a little cuddle in one of the beds later on. But it's yes. not, like, with both their friends there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it allows them to broach that subject in their own time mm-hmm. and doesn't sort of force them into that
1: situation.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I understand why, why why we did it. Yeah. But, yes, I agree. I agree with you in real life, I think. Give them the choice. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they could have definitely just talked about it. But hey-ho.
0: Definitely. I think we're going to get a moment uh, now of privacy by the mm-hmm. looks of it. So shall we see what's yes. what's in store?
1: Let's carry on. Ah, well, that was a lovely little section, wasn't it? I feel like we watched quite a lot there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think we did. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've kind of got into the, the meat of the episode now. The first mm. sort of good 10 minutes or so were, were like all of that travelling sequence. So it's nice to kind of get into some of the 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 crux of it um, So where did we pick up?
1: We picked up with Nick and Charlie having conversation sitting on the bed about how they would have liked to share, but they'll get to do it one day um, mm-hmm. and then we cut to um, students being released into the wilds of Paris. Um, Imogen suggesting that her and Ben go and get a padlock and getting shot down immediately. Um, <laughs> Tao and Elle getting conned into going to the museum alone together. Um, and then the gang just harring out in Paris. And we finished with uh, Charlie having a really nice heart-to-heart with Tara Um, whilst Nick went and got them both a nice chocolate ice cream.
0: Yeah. And that conversation that Charlie and Tara have on the steps of the Sacré-Cœur is um, beautiful. It's perfect. Mm. It's such a good conversation. Tara is the voice of reason throughout that. Um, But equally, um, when she shares... Her issues, Charlie's there for her. Mm-hmm. I think um, they have a re- they really understand each other, don't they? And I think they mm-hmm. recognise the strengths um, in each other's relationships.
1: They really do. And it's nice that they have that to reflect to each other, doesn't it? Because they start off by mm. saying, oh, I'm so jealous of you and Charlie. I'm so, uh, so jealous of you and Nick, even. I'm so jealous of you and Darcy. And then they wind up saying how actually... There's there's strong points to both of their relationships, so.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I've written an an acronym to try and be quick in my note writing, because so much happens in this little section, and I can't mm-hmm. remember what it means. Oh, yes, I can. No, yeah, I, okay. Oh, little uh, game feature. Um, right. See so if you can <laughs> guess what my acronym stands for. Oh, God. Right. Um, it's one of the most iconic, arguably, quotes from the whole series. Um, and it's Y B G G J C O.
0: Oh, I know it is. Um <laughs> Is it, oh, you're, why, you're you're being gay, carry on, oh, yeah. I can't remember yeah. the exact
1: quote now. Yeah, yeah it's, you're being yeah. gay, great job, carry on. <laughs> great job,
0: carry on, yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> Which is exactly what I had printed on our Hearts Fun Fan Podcast t-shirt.
0: You did, yes.
1: Because um, I thought it just fit perfectly for wearing to a Pride event, you know? I figured yeah. there'd be quite a lot of being gay going on, so.
0: There was. yeah yeah that was that that line made me laugh again tapping into the sort of rom-com yeah aspect aren't we here
1: yeah and again balancing that kind of trickier heavier conversation of oh i didn't mean do it like that but maybe one day but not right now um with then darcy coming and just providing some quick comic relief um and moving things along
0: yeah, and ensuring that they stick to their challenge.
1: Mm. Yes, very important.
0: Um, but yeah, that conversation is quite tricky, isn't it? They're both—they're mm. not—they're both not doing a great job of communicating here. But I feel like they have gone into new territory here. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the first mention we've had from anybody yeah. in the whole series. Yeah. About anything alluding to sex,
1: yeah, it um,
0: is. and yeah, it's it's obviously it's not something we've talked about before. Um, they don't really know how to broach it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it meant gets to very reach awkward it.
1: very quickly, doesn't it? But I think that's kind of appropriate because yeah, oh, definitely, it's it fits with you know the theme and the kind of tone of the show so far it'd be more weird if they went straight from giggling and holding hands to Uh (laughs) wait there's no one in the room brilliant let's just do it (laughs) yeah no and i think
0: i think it is good because I i like kids are bombarded these days aren't they and probably have much more awareness of that sort of thing than probably we did at that age. I mean obviously we obviously we were aware of it. But mm-hmm. like with things like Snapchat yes. and um, and obviously, you know, easy access to inappropriate materials on mm-hmm. <laughs> on your smartphones. Just, just you the know.
1: internet in general. The internet. Yeah, yeah. smartphones um, in general.
0: For them to have a conversation that is is quite innocent
1: mm-hmm. about
0: it, um is, is very refreshing.
1: Yeah. It is very refreshing. And I wonder if that's um partly because Alice Oseman is about the same age as us and maybe they were thinking of what it might have been like when they were that age or maybe it's Oh I think so. Yeah. Just intentionally, you know, a kind of antidote or a kind of um what's the not word not an antidote, like a opposite counterbalancing of other teenage dramas that have gone very much the opposite direction
0: (laughs) yeah 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 exactly um yeah the one that sort of springs to mind that I've been watching at the moment is Sex Education which does go completely the opposite direction
1: Mm -hmm. um in the title so (laughs) yeah
0: it is it is trying to hark back to a a I suppose a simpler time isn't it Mm -hmm. um and like, even though all of the kids do have smartphones and they do message each other, um, it it actually doesn't play a big part in their lives. We don't see no. them on on their phones apart a lot from, of the time. I suppose,
1: when Tara had difficulty in season one with people making like nasty comments about her online. It shows the difficulties yeah. that they could be with social media. Yes, and mm-hmm. they do message each other using social media rather than like yeah. WhatsApp or texting or anything like that. Yeah, um,
0: but. They still sort of go to laptops to do a Google search. Mm,
1: um, that's true.
0: They um, like they're not using their phones to navigate around Paris, no, which I feel like very true. Most teenagers would be so. So I, f- I feel like they um, yeah it is it is more reminiscent probably of our um, mm-hmm. our use of social media. Yes,
1: um, and maybe just trying to again set a good example of like yeah. kind of a more healthy way to. Use the yeah. internet.
0: Talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just put your friends away yeah. and talk to
1: each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're that yeah. age. We're that old, David.
0: <laughs> we're that old, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, I enjoyed... I've written down a little quote from uh, Darcy, another one. In full words this time. It's not. Just mm-hmm. letters. Um, that I didn't notice the first time I watched it and just noticed as we were watching it now. Where after they... Send Tawernell off on their own to the museum. She whispers to uh, Tara, "Oh my goodness, you're such a mischief maker. I love it. I've influenced you." Uh,
0: I didn't catch that what she said because um, I was busy scribbling. but yeah. I think I just met written meddling gaze. <laughs> yes, they so. were
1: they were bring bring back the meddling gaze. Yes,
0: so they kind of haven't learnt from. um from that because that didn't end particularly well, did it? But
1: no, it's
0: it's amusing and it works for the moment. And to be fair, like as soon as Mr. Ajari and Mr. Farouk say get yourselves into a group, L makes a beeline for Tao and yeah. she doesn't say anything to him. She just like stands in front of him and it's like this we're going to be together for this. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. As soon as they said uh, the museum, art museum, I think she was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to need we Tao. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and um, we get the little bit of Isaac and James. Mm. And he says quite pointedly, it's nice to be around other gay people. Yes. My partner said something which struck me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: James is out. Yes. And I think we get that impression, don't we, that he's out. Yeah. Um, yeah. We only sort of get the impression that Charlie has been the victim of homophobic abuse.
1: Mm. Yeah, and actually, when they were saying in season one about um, all the bullying that happened to Charlie, they said it was because he was the only out gay boy in the school. Yeah. So maybe James isn't out. Maybe we're just assuming because our gay dad's so good
0: maybe or did he come out afterwards or maybe. but it just sort of struck me as um that he's kind of not had the same experience as Charlie mm-hmm. and um kind of what what the reason for that was and I was sort of thinking allegorically mm-hmm. um that through time it gets easier as people come out after people who've come out before them mm-hmm. it gets easier each time and that we're talking about kind of over decades yeah and that that on a mic on a more microcosmic level happens within a school or another environment as well that if there's already somebody out mm-hmm. it's easier for somebody else absolutely um,
1: yeah i was just thinking because if charlie was the first to come mm-hmm. out or be outed in an all-boy school then that would have caused a big upset and like lots of people would have paid a lot of attention to it and then Charlie would have got a lot of unwanted attention because of it Mm -hmm. but then maybe after that or maybe whilst that was going on James kind of just quietly came out at the same time and was like oh yeah me too actually and then no one paid as much attention because they were so focused on Charlie or maybe he just waited until that had all died down and then or maybe he hasn't just other people haven't noticed as much with James because he's a library monitor Maybe. so he's just been hidden in the library the whole time. We yeah, don't know. <laughs> then
0: I can't imagine Charlie was particularly prominent. No, um, true. But yeah, I, I, it just sort of felt like, um, yeah, I just really felt for Charlie that he's he got kind of all of it, and we don't we don't know about James, but um, we're just reading between the lines, aren't we? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just it just made me feel even more for him. Mm-hmm. That he's born born the brunt of this, um, yeah. So I just wanted to make that point. I don't. know yeah. It hasn't really gone anywhere, but <laughs> no, no. Uh, and I'm not saying, point. of course, and I'm not saying that I would want James to have experienced that. But um, it just it felt unfair that if there is a culture in the school of homophobia, mm-hmm.
1: that um, or maybe James has experienced that, or maybe James isn't out. And maybe mm-hmm. this is the first time he's saying to someone, it feels good to hang Dipping out with other toes. gay people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to dip his toes into the idea of coming out. Yeah. Um, because, you know, he did say, oh, I'm glad you asked me to hang out with you because my friends all wanted to hang out at McDonald's. So yeah. maybe he does hang around with the same kind of idiots as yeah, like Nick used maybe. to. And it, maybe it, this is just his first little dip into... Coming out proper yeah who yeah. knows i hope we get to find out more about james in series three because he's a really nice character isn't he
0: he is a really nice character and again we don't get to know a lot about him here really He he's kind of um he's kind of here for for, for us to learn about isaac isn't he so mm. he's he's almost a bit incidental um, yeah
1: and i was just thinking as i said i hope we get to learn more about him in season three i'm not sure if we will do because he's kind of played his part now like the character's purpose like you said was to let us know something about isaac Mm -hmm. and now he's done that i hope he gets to stick around and become part of the friendship yeah he might
0: have a new storyline might need a a new a new character arc but anyway we're getting ahead of ourselves um and everybody's shocked to see nick speaking french
1: yeah
0: (laughs) not least the guy behind the um Counter, who clearly has never seen a a non-French person speaking French before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, probably just not seen a non-French person speaking French that well before. Yeah,
0: yeah. And um, he he does lay it on a little thick with the, oh, but you don't even have an accent, um, which isn't strictly true. But um,
1: <laughs> you said no, he was good. You know, no backsees. No backsees. Not that
0: good. Yeah, <laughs> but no, like. I'm being unfair, but yeah, they, they do just lay that on a little thick, don't they? <laughs> yeah,
1: just a little bit. But it's fine. Oh it's um fine. uh sorry to jump ahead a little bit but I was just reading my notes. The next section where Charlie was talking to Tara on the stairs, I love the little flashback of Tara and Darcy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sorry we didn't talk about that when we did that section.
1: Yeah, with mm-hmm. the animated snow. Um, yeah,
0: that, that was a really nice flashback.
1: Very similar to the animated snow in Nick and Charlie's snow scene as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just a nice moment of tenderness between them.
1: Oh, yes, Tara and Darcy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it was lovely. Um, and I, I like that just after Tara and Charlie are talking about how hard it is to get... Um, Darcy to open up Darcy then comes in with the line absolute disaster (laughs) as if she's almost talking about herself that might just be me reading too much into it Um, but then the disaster is that they didn't have the right flavour of ice cream that she wanted so she had to get a different (laughs) one instead and I also really enjoyed that um, she calls Tara Jonesy And then Nick calls Charlie Char a couple of seconds after as well. (laughs) I love their little nicknames for each other. I don't think we've heard Darcy call Tara Jonesy before.
0: No, I've not noticed it before. No,
1: No, it's nice. And we got up to Nick saying that uh, Charlie's changed him for the better by introducing him to chocolate rather than bubblegum.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) And also the subtle little comment that Charlie's not hungry... But he also barely had any breakfast. Yeah. That's planting some seeds as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: we're just dropping some more hints, aren't we? Mm. But, um, but he does have a little lick, doesn't he? He does. And
1: yes. <laughs> hopefully he gets as much in his mouth as he does all over his nose. Mm.
0: Yeah, oh, that was cute. And that's something very intimate about licking Eisenkronos with
1: his face, isn't it? <laughs> I know. I was just thinking, considering they're trying to like, not be too coupley. I don't think that good mates from the rugby team would be wiping chocolate off each other's noses and then licking it. No, no. <laughs> anyway, on we go. I think we're going to the museum with Tower uh, and L now, which is yeah. very exciting. So we watched. Uh Towernell's whole thing in the museum where they just yep. agreed they were better as friends um we watched um them rejoining the group and telling the guys that they're definitely just staying friends, yeah, which no one believes for a second <laughs>
0: <laughs> we see Imogen um starting to get sick of Ben Mm -hmm. and joining the group and spend some time with them because Ben doesn't want to do anything while he's in Paris.
1: Yeah, Ben is just, apart from being a bad dude,
0: just
1: not fun to be around.
0: No, we'll talk more about that in a second. (laughs) Um, Because they then go to um, a restaurant for dinner Mm -hmm. where it all blows up because... um, Ben's just trying to cosy up to Charlie, mm-hmm. um, and Imogen has had enough.
1: She is not having it, and she lets no. him know. Go, Imogen! Yeah, and that's where we got up to.
0: Yeah, so let's let's rewind. Mm-hmm. The last couple of clips we started from the end and went backwards. So let's <laughs> yeah, let's, let's start
1: go back from to the to very the, beginning. Um, a very good the place the to start. Mm-hmm. So um, we started with Townell. In the Rose Garden. And Elle's about to try and have a conversation. And Tao says, no, don't need to talk about it. We're better as friends. I'm sorry for getting weird. Let's just stay friends. And Elle just kind of accepts that. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. He sort of says, she says, we should talk about it. Mm. And agreed, they should. And... I don't I don't think he wanted to, but he lays his cards, cards on the table, doesn't he? He says, mm-hmm. I messed up. Yeah. It was wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's try and rewind the clock and go back to where things were, which I respect.
1: Yeah, but I think just saying, let's pretend none of that ever happened. We're better as friends. Let's just go back to being friends and forget that ever happened at all is not really what Elle was after, is it?
0: No, but it gets them back to a place where they can reconsider things
1: yeah it? they can at least be comfortable with each other enough to yeah. go around the museum and then have lots of cute fun flirty moments and get immediately back to being a little bit coupley and like booping each other on the nose and like yeah t- tapping him on the chest when they're like yeah
0: and we get so many shots of like roses in bloom mm-hmm. and um fruit ripe for the plucking
1: um, <laughs> why should you make that sound so weird <laughs> sorry <laughs> um,
0: but yeah that's all very symbolic isn't it and yeah. um there's a shot up towards the end of that scene where Tao is taking um photos of some um tourists which is hilarious <laughs> I know, um, making And making
1: the poor tourists have to like crouch <laughs> to yeah, have their picture yeah. taken for his artistic vision <laughs> Imagine you just ask someone for a quick photo and then they're like, yes, but crouch down first. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what?
0: But it totally works for, mm. for the character, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. um, That she's is just absolutely what I would do. Yeah, and these fully-fledged butterflies appear. No popping before there, no. really. These are fully-formed butterflies.
1: And they are just hovering. They ain't going yes. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and then I've written when they rejoin the rest of the school group. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a it, bit reminiscent of like Grease Lightning, but you know where she goes over to the girls and he goes over to the guys, and they're like, "Tell me more, tell me more."
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I and...
0: I really liked the set decoration for that whole oh, section. Yes just these like colored flags and umbrellas everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether that's um, a, re- a real market or whether that's how it looks all the time or yeah. whether it was done for the, the shot, but it's great.
1: It's yeah, so vibrant. Yeah, it fits really well, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it was yellow and blue. So if it wasn't put up in especially for the shot, then it was very lucky. I
0: mean, there were there were lots of colours there. There were yellow and blues there, oh. but there were also oranges and okay, purples maybe and every other maybe color, I'm just primed. Um, I wasn't. It was just rainbowy. Oh yeah. okay,
1: I'm clearly just been primed by the show just to see yellow <laughs> yeah, and blue everywhere. Um, yeah, no,
0: there there were all the colours.
1: Oh okay. Um, when it cut to the shot of Ben and Imogen, mm. and Imogen trying to convince Ben to do anything and him just looking sullen I thought oh my god like we knew he was a dick but he is such a dick like yes I don't even have words really oh and then Mm. when Nick looks over at them and he realizes that Nick is looking at him and then he suddenly grabs Imogen's butt and tries to like pull her closer Mm. oh no 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 just awful
0: So good on her for breaking away and mm-hmm. joining the friendship group, um, and you can see that she's shaken, um, but is thrilled to be so quickly accepted, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously has her opportunity to to vent as well, doesn't she?
1: I just um, realised it. It was not the same. But Ben, Ben just grabbing Imogen's butt to like pull her towards him all of a sudden out of nowhere. It's a little bit
0: Oh, yeah, it's it's absolutely within character for him because he has no respect for other people, does he? Yeah. And other people's bodies. And it's um it's not okay.
1: Mm mm. And the fact that she does immediately like shove him off her again and yeah. be like, Get off me um mm-hmm. and then go and walk away and go and spend some time with other people is And this is
0: what Nick was trying to warn her against because yeah. um Because he doesn't have that respect for other people's bodies, we don't Mm -hmm. know what he's capable of. Exactly. Ugh. And Elle says what everybody's thinking. Yes. Um,
1: In such a sassy way as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She's just like, do you even like him? He's awful. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: Tell it to us straight.
0: And Imogen doesn't really have a response to that because I think she is starting to question that herself.
1: Mm, Yeah. But... She does say, doesn't she? Like, I know I haven't had the best track record with (laughs) picking guys. And, Mm. you know, I am not sure that he likes me. Um, Yeah. And then Mm. she has her moment of sass where she just drops the... Before we...
0: Oh, go on. I was just going to say that the lighting in that shot as they're walking across the bridge was
1: perfect. Perfect. Like,
0: they must have waited for that exact moment Mm -hmm. but it's just that real ethereal Mm -hmm. glow um that was it just really struck me it was so well timed yeah um yeah i just loved that anyway yeah yeah
1: golden hour Mm -hmm. um yeah imogen's little truth bomb that she drops before walking away from nick and uh, Elle on the bridge The um, being honest is better than living with regret. Yes. I wrote down. Yeah. Very good quote. If we were doing the quotes, yes. (laughs) We're making notes now in preparation for when we do do a joint episode with uh, the Why Are We Like This gang (laughs) reviewing season two. Um, Yes. And then we go over to the restaurant, don't we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where Mr. Farouk is speaking. To what is, to my ear, excellent French. Did Uh, any of it make any sense? uh, It was
0: more just kind of words. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of beef bourguignon, fish. (laughs) 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 Intolerant.
1: (laughs) uh, I know, I I like when you just flick them to English to be like, I'm serious, mate, I get bloated. It's not funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I fairly certainly said, and Catalina. Yeah. So
1: okay yeah 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 um, he got his message look, across
0: he got his message across yeah um it was a bit the louder i talk the <laughs> yeah. more sense i think we'll that's make. uh
1: kind of his strategy for communication in general isn't it i, th-
0: I think you're probably right yeah <laughs> um but yeah quite a nice little sequence all of this with everybody getting the food and mm, um busy tower trying and the snails
1: oh yeah, yeah. And I noticed just after he tried the snails and everyone was laughing at his face, Elle has got so comfortable with him again so quickly that she's, like, literally leaning on his shoulder. um, Oh, yeah. Which is nice.
0: Yeah. Um, Charlie's not eating.
1: No. Well, he has been ended up, like, sat next to Ben, which is not a coincidence. Ben has planted himself there like a weed.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like... It just totally changes. The way he's been so sullen and moody the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, hey, Charlie. We've like got <laughs> yeah. so much catching up to do. It's,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's like, where has this come ridiculous. from? It's and, yeah. uh, and Imogen's face says it all, doesn't it, really?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when, I, yeah. And she yeah. calls him out on it.
0: I do big have big style. feelings about this.
1: I mean... Again, similar to what we said uh, to Nick about picking his moment and picking the right atmosphere for having that conversation maybe this wasn't it but like we said Imogen is a girl that just feels her feelings and when she feels her feelings they come straight out her mouth so yeah, I don't I don't
0: have a problem with the moment at all mm-hmm. I'm all for her calling him out in front of everybody and I love that it goes oh, okay. silent and that everybody listens love that
1: oh okay I thought my that was problem... very awkward but go on my, my problem
0: with it <laughs> is how much she implements Charlie
1: oh um, yeah. That
0: she makes the whole thing about how he's obsessed with Charlie, and mm. that's what everybody hears.
1: Mm. Um,
0: she could she could have done that, and she could have broken up with him mm-hmm. in a way that implied to him that it was because of the way he's obsessed with Charlie, mm-hmm. but without announcing that to everybody in the room. Yeah, um, and I think it was really good of Charlie to have kind of brushed that off because mm-hmm. that could have made him so well it will have made him really uncomfortable but he's really good about it with her afterwards
1: Um, even when she asks him directly did you and ben ever like were you and ben ever together and he just looks really awkward for a second and then she goes actually i don't need to know never mind
0: yeah and she recognizes that that was an unfair thing to ask him and she probably already knows the answer and it Mm. doesn't matter um but yeah, I, I, I was slightly disappointed with her for that because I think I think she could have done that without...
1: I don't think she could with her the way her brain and her mouth are connected. Not with the, I, no, think not, I think she was feeling yeah. her feelings and they just came out. And I think when you're that emotional, um, you don't necessarily take the time to think through what you're saying. No.
0: Okay, so let me... Ref- phrase and slightly if if we're kind of accepting that that's mm-hmm. what Imogen does and that's what Imogen says then I feel like we should have dealt with that and given Charlie an opportunity to have dealt with his feelings about how that was brought up yeah with a just a little conversation with Nick or something when Nick goes I'm sorry that you had to be brought into that
1: are you okay yeah, yeah.
0: just a little something just so that we've dealt with that mm-hmm. from Charlie's point of view because I think his role in that is almost as important as Imogen's. Yeah. Um, so th- that that was my, that was why I had mixed feelings about it.
1: Mm-hmm. But the moment that I've just paused it on is just after Nick and Charlie have had their conversation in the bathroom with Imogen. Yeah. She's asked, can I have a hug? And yeah. all three of them are in a l- gorgeous little group hug. Yeah. Um... That I'm almost tempted to put forward now as a nominee for our heartstopper moment of the episode, <sighs> just because the screenshot's so lovely.
0: Yeah, um, and I like you know we the series tells us that there are no hard feelings mm-hmm. and that they are still friends and that they are strong and that they're supporting Imogen and that's fine. I accept that, but yeah, I just wish we'd had a little moment for um, somebody to have said to Charlie, like,
1: "Ooh, that must that have been was awkward horrible for you." For you. I'm yeah. so sorry yeah Yeah. but does anyone else apart from Nick know I don't think Charlie even told Tower and when know. him and Ben were going out so, so no one else would have known that no, that was
0: but even just the fact that that whole discussion took place and that his name was mentioned you'd think you know yeah you know, someone would have said have, yeah.
1: yeah actually maybe even more so because they don't know that he and Ben were actually together
0: yeah. that
1: someone would have said oh god that was weird that they brought you into that or mm. something but
0: yeah
1: like you say maybe good that they didn't because that would have just led to more awkwardness wouldn't it
0: yeah yeah potentially mm. but that that would that, that was my right but anyway i think you know imogen she was strong she said a piece she did. she did and she accepted um yeah she sort of accepts it very quickly didn't she she's like right that's it Line that's drawn it yeah don't have to worry on. about
1: him anymore yeah. i was thinking oh, still on the school trip together you're still gonna see each other quite a lot over the next couple of days but yeah hey hey Um, she's
0: impulsive isn't she and she goes with the moment she's made a decision and she rolls with it and i respect that
1: yeah absolutely um also have to take a moment here harry was the one who turned around after um ben retaliated by calling Imogen a bitch and was Mm -hmm. like uh sorry there's no need for that yeah growth absolutely he's probably still a dickhead but he's yeah. slightly less of a dickhead, apparently, yeah. from what we've I, seen.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad that nobody laughed because mm. um, I feel like in real life, or certainly when I was, yeah, at that age, if yeah. that had happened round a group of um, of sixteen year olds, they all would have laughed, or gone ooh or something. Ooh, wait. They didn't. Yeah, 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 and that that was powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was absolutely uh, oh no, too far. It was him.
1: kind of like a little nervous chuckle after it had all died down again. After like oh my god, yeah, that was but weird. not
0: after that. Not but after. But not after. Ben no, what? No, no, absolutely not. It was very clear that the, he had gone too far and that nobody was nobody was on his side there.
1: Harry called it out. Absolutely yeah. no need for it. Boom.
0: Bro mm-hmm. Okay, so. Last section.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We rejoin Nick, Isaac and Tao back in the hotel room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and Tao and Nick have a lovely little heart to heart. Gorgeous. About, yeah. About um, Elle and about how actually Nick and Tao don't hate each other as much as they thought they did. Um, and that's a really lovely scene. Love it. Um Then when Tao and Isaac go to get something from the vending machine, um, Nick and Charlie um, have a little moment together. Mm -hmm. Things end up getting a little heated Mm -hmm. and um, Charlie gets a hickey. (laughs) In
1: short, (laughs) yes. (laughs) (laughs) But now in much more detail. So (laughs) um, to start from the very beginning, I love this chat between Nick and Tao. Mm. And I think this might be another contender for my Heartstopper moment of the episode. Because yeah. I, it, I've i just drawn a little heart next to it as well. And yeah, that and the hug with uh, Nick, Char, and Imogen are the two things I've drawn hearts by this episode. So I think maybe that's my okay. indicator to myself of Heartstopper okay. moments. But I
0: have another contender, but we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll
1: get there. Um... Yeah, I just love how open Nick is with Tao, and how open Tao is with Nick as well, because to start off yeah. with, it starts with that kind of, like, oh, which way is this going to go moment, mm-hmm. when Nick says, how'd it go without, and Tao just goes, fine. But then you can see Tao reconsidering, yeah. and then sitting up and engaging in proper conversation and saying, oh yeah, it's it's tricky, you know, he starts to get a bit more open, About how he thinks that Elle would never like him. And then it gives Nick the chance to tell him that he thinks he's a really cool guy. Yeah. And he cares loudly, which is cool. And then Tal gets awkward and doesn't have any response to that and runs off to the vending machine. But it's still overall just a lovely conversation, isn't
0: it? It is. Yeah, it's really good. And it's nicely paced Mm because this episode has been fast. So fast. But again, we get some time here just mm-hmm. to let them do their jobs. Yeah. Let, them, let them act.
1: Mm-hmm. And they both mm-hmm. do it so well. And they even do. Isaac in the background, because Charlie's in the shower while this conversation's going on mm-hmm. isn't he, but um, Isaac's in the background reading or at least like holding a book in front of his face, but also clearly listening because he yeah. he does like glance over a couple of times and uh he's invested in this conversation as well or at least as interested and curious about how it's going to go as we are because i think this is one of the first times that nick and tau have been a bit more open with each other yeah yeah it is even when they were sat next to each other the whole way to france on the coach tau had his earphones in the most of the time so yeah yeah it's nice
0: um and all this sentimentality um Gives Nick the idea that he's going to post another picture of him and Charlie.
1: Yes, with a little. And it's a lovely X.
0: picture.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is a lovely picture. They have so many good ones. That's another bit of bonus bonus content I would love to see. Is just
0: all the other pictures.
1: All the other pictures, because yeah. <laughs> they must have taken so many.
0: Yeah. So that's when Charlie comes out of the shower, mm-hmm. um, and. Nick gives him that lovely hug around the waist. Yeah. Which is all cute. And then pulls him onto the bed. Mm -hmm. And he's like, now you have to sleep in my bed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and they get another hi moment where they're just Mm -hmm. lying facing each other and saying hi.
0: They do. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was sweet.
1: Yeah. And Nick, I feel like Nick tries to broach the subject. You know, you were saying before that you feel like Nick or someone should have said to Charlie are you okay? Um, Mm -hmm. I think Nick kind of possibly approaches this a little bit by saying you seemed kind of down today. It's not specific.
0: No, I don't feel like he's addressing the Imogen thing at all. I think he's just being general. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, the only thing that Charlie acknowledges is that he wishes that they could be... That, you know they could, they could have more alone time together, mm-hmm. um, and there's obviously more stuff there, but
1: yeah, because Nick wasn't specific in his questioning, it allows Charlie to be very vague in his answering as well, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, and I think that was the most salient thing in that moment. It's like we've got some free time now. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying to you is we haven't been able to make the most of it, and here we are. Let's make the most of it
1: hmm which then and leads to <laughs> them making the most of it. And I noticed as well the animations for this part where Nick is giving mm-hmm. Charlie the hickey um, are pink kind of fluorescent Neon. glowing neon-y looking flowers rather yeah. than the usual pastel kind of... Pastel. Pastel, <laughs> is that not <laughs> yeah. how you say it? <laughs> pastel yeah <laughs> okay well either way
0: but all i could think of was spongebob they just oh, look so no. much like all the flowers in spongebob um it was just the the coloring of them just made them look really spongebobby yeah, but <laughs> the
1: flowers in spongebob <laughs> do not glow i have a theory no, but they're bright yeah they are bright <laughs> oh, why have you got this idea in my head? Sorry. I was about to say that my theory for the glowing um, flowers, as opposed to the more muted tones mm. of the other animations, you've made me really conscious of the way I say pastel now. <laughs> um, <laughs> these, I think, are more sexy flowers. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> Is definitely. Is that fair to say? 100%. Because yeah.
1: we've talked before about how the animations seem to appear. When there's feelings and t- emotions and times yeah. of change and development and, and growth,
0: getting, yeah, ramped up, turned on. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. yes, literally, like the because they're glowing. They the lights yeah. are switched on. They are being mm-hmm. turned on. Oh, wow, that's pretty yeah. on the nose. But yeah, I'm um, like a light switch. And now David will perform his musical number of the <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um Yeah. I like that Nick asked, is this okay? Mm,
1: yes, he did pause to get yeah, consent, which we love.
0: Pointed, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I have to say, I felt so awkward watching the hickey scene.
1: I know. It was, I was really awkward. <laughs> I was busy writing notes about my theories about the pink glowing flowers yeah. and not looking directly at them.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it was... It was. It was very clear that they had filmed it in a way that was safe and mm-hmm. thoughtful. Yep. And um...
1: they've got an intimacy coordinator. Yeah, they, they have,
0: and well, mo- like most shows do these days, um, and that was very clear that that was approached very well. But it was just, I really struggled to watch it. And it's funny because. Um, I could watch something like Sex Education and not feel awkward at all. It's
1: because of the tone of the show, isn't it? It's just so... It feels very risque in comparison to the rest of this series. But in another show, it would be still quite tame, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, and it was a bit too... It was a bit too tender, I feel like. He's on a tender thing, but I felt like Nick was being very tender... Yeah. I, yeah it just yeah there's something about it I, 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 I just yeah
1: yeah yeah it it was definitely a private moment between the two of them that came across very well because I felt like I should not be in the room for this
0: yeah we, I think we just lingered too long on Charlie's face
1: oh <laughs> um, yeah but the face acting
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we knew <laughs> we knew what was going through his mind. Um, but, yeah. yeah.
1: And then Charlie puts a stop to it, doesn't he? Because he says the others might be coming yeah. back.
0: his mind goes to the door, doesn't he? He thinks that someone could walk in at any moment, which they could.
1: They absolutely could. They've only gone to the vending machine. We don't know how far mm-hmm. away that is. It could be right outside.
0: No. But the deed is done.
1: The deed is done.
0: Because Charlie wakes up the next morning. And oh, f- credits!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love how it was it's shot. So he his chin was down as he was like brushing his teeth, and you can't see it at first, and it's all just yeah. very kind of boring and normal and innocuous. And, and then he, he just gradually like tilts his head up onto the side, and then you see it at the same time he does. Yeah, so you yeah. really get the impact of the oh no! <laughs>
0: yeah it would have had more impact if, if it hadn't been used so much in the m- trailers and the marketing yeah um, we already knew it was coming didn't we? it's it's really well shot
1: yeah it really well fun. shot and I also enjoyed um, the kind of lazy panning over the hotel room before it goes into the bathroom with Charlie yeah. where it shows yeah. all of the rest of them just still happily deeply asleep mm-hmm. um, yeah. Isaac with a book open on top of his face yeah. <laughs> which really made me laugh out loud I need to go back through and check what all these books are and create my Isaac's reading list for this series it's probably
0: already one aren't probably I? yeah there
1: is actually I'll <laughs> save myself a job and just people yeah. someone else will have done it
0: yeah definitely um, and that's the end of the episode we'll be back in just a tick with our heart moments
1: Hi Hot Stuffers, we really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed discussing it. If you are looking for ways to support us, then following us on Instagram at Hot Stuff Fan Podcast, sharing with your friends and following along on Spotify is a really good way to help other people to find the podcast as well as meaning that you get a nice notification every time a new episode's released, so it's a win-win really. And if you rate us on Spotify, it really helps to increase our visibility so other people are able to find us too.
0: Absolutely. And one other way that you can help us is by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash HeartstopperFanPodcast where you can give a small one-off donation equivalent to buying us a coffee in a cafe to help keep us caffeinated while we're recording.
1: Absolutely, as we often carry on well into the night. So all caffeine gratefully received. Thanks so much.
0: Now on to our heartstopper
1: moments. Lots happens in this episode. Mm-hmm. So heartstopper moments. My You've con- mentioned some contenders. Yeah, my contenders are mm, definitely the hug between uh, Nick, Charlie and Imogen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: After she has her go girl moment. Yeah. Um, The moment between Nick and Tao, where he tells him that he um, thinks that he cares very loudly about his friends and that he thinks that's cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that was really gorgeous. Oh, um, when Nick and Charlie fall asleep holding hands and then wake up and Nick's arm is still hanging over the side of the bed. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: There's not... As many like, there's not one in particular that stands out in this episode to me, though. No,
0: the other ones that I would kind of throw into the mix mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: would be Tara and Charlie's conversation on the steps,
1: mm.
0: and that little flashback that was nice, um, and also um, the shot of L looking at Tao when he's taking that photograph.
1: Oh, yeah. Liked that. With the butterflies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, maybe it should be that. I don't know. I feel like I'm now between Elle looking at Tao taking the picture and the hug between Nick Charlie and Imogen.
0: Mm. I'm I'm too tainted by that scene because of, Um. like, the things that I've said about it already. Okay. So, yeah, for me, that just takes the shine off that a little bit.
1: Mm. Shall we go? L looking at Tao taking a photo. Yeah, because it's a nice uh-huh. moment of I don't know reconciliation. If we've had an
0: yeah. Moment. Yeah.
1: Oh, we must have done it at some point, have we not?
0: I, I've lost track, but I don't <laughs> feel like we have.
1: Hmm. I have to have a look back through, but we've got one now, definitely. And I suspect there may be more coming.
0: <laughs> there may be more coming. Mm-hmm. Advice.
1: Hmm. What are you thinking? Well, there was a lot going on in this episode.
0: There was a lot going on in this episode. I think I would have to give Imogen some advice. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah. Dump your awful boyfriend in public.
1: Absolutely.
0: But um yeah. Don't get anyone else involved. Be aware of collateral. Yeah. Yes. I think that's that's my that would be my advice.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's good advice. That is good advice. Um I think my advice is for... My goodness, a lot happened in this episode. I think my advice is for um, Tara. Mm. And I think my advice is to just be more direct with Darcy. Because she's getting frustrated that Darcy Uh is not being direct with her and keeps skirting the subject and making jokes every time she tries to bring up you know, anything serious. But she's not actually been the most direct either, has she? She kind of went, "Mm, you know, when I tried to say the thing, thing. do you remember that thing Mm -hmm. that I said? I'm like, just say that time that you said you love her and then you wouldn't have given her such an easy get out of jail card to change the topic to Mario for some reason. like, (laughs) Or, if she does change the topic to Mario, Bring it back! Just say to her, wasn't meaning Mario actually, I was meaning that time I said I loved you. Let's talk yeah. about that because she's talked to Charlie about how frustrated she is. Maybe talk to your girlfriend as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good.
1: Yeah. 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 But like we just said, there were lots of people who could have done with some advice in this episode, so we will look forward to hearing much more of your yes. advice for all the other characters. Um, And I'm going to try really hard today to remember all the places that people can listen and get in touch. Because I feel like Mm -hmm. we always forget some. So, you can listen on Spotify and also Google Podcasts. I always say just Spotify, but Google Podcasts is also available. Mm -hmm. You can get in touch on our Instagram, at Podcast. Mm-hmm. Also on our Facebook that I always forget, yeah. which is also at Heartstopper Fan Podcast mm-hmm. and or on our email, HeartstopperfanPodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Have I still forgotten anything?
0: The only other thing is that we love to hear your voice notes. So we do. um you can find the link for those um on our Instagram or in the show notes um for the episode.
1: Yes. And there will also be polls in the episode on spotify as well won't there i still don't quite understand how those work it is magic but they will be there
0: yes so you can respond to those as well
1: absolutely and also also we haven't mentioned thank you very much to everyone who has bought us a coffee so far yeah which is very much appreciated and very generous so thank you very much
0: yeah we really do appreciate your generosity it's um It's so nice to know that um, people are enjoying the podcast um, Mm -hmm. and it's hopefully enabled you to hear me in um, much clearer, (laughs) clearer quality. (laughs)
1: Yes, we are one microphone up. Um, So, yes, thank you so much. We couldn't have done that without you. And that is all thanks to Leanne, Sarah, Ruben, Merrick and Lucy. So big shout out to those people oh and Uli sorry almost forgot Uli okay so I think does that wrap it up for this week
0: yeah I think so um, so thanks to everyone who got in touch we're really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this week's episode and we'll join you next time for episode 5 hate Ooh.